Hello and welcome to Sweet Insights with Allie and Amy. So you know what I had this like vision, and this vision of like you know we pick the topic of our show. And this vision of like this other person would be like, "Hey there, sweet friends!" In this episode of Sweet Insights, Allie and Amy are diving deep into something truly exciting, unwrapping the secrets to success in real estate and coaching. It's like exploring a box of assorted chocolates, discovering the unique candies that make these journeys so sweet. I love it. And then we're like, hi, it's us. Okay, so we should get Mark to do this intro for us next time because he's got like radio voice. Oh, sweet. Yes. Okay, so I love that. Okay. So um, randomly in the morning, when I'm like in the bathroom getting ready, I think that like one of the things that I teach my clients is that like if you connect a new habit to another habit, like then it's called habit stacking in like the coaching world. But I like to attach stuff to like things you do every day, like brushing your teeth. So like a gratitude practice, if you didn't want to write a gratitude journal, a gratitude practice could be perfect like to do while you're brushing your teeth. Just think about things you're grateful for. So today... As I was getting ready, and I just feel compelled to share this with you because I was like, I do not have time to wash the hair today. And so I reached for the dry shampoo, which was on sale recently at Costco. I didn't know you could buy it at Costco, the brand I like, and you get two bottles for like the price of one. It was like $4 off. So anyways, I've got more stock in the back cupboard than I normally have. Anyway, I was thinking about dry shampoo And I think it's the thing that like I didn't have years ago that I have now that I am extremely grateful for. Really? I am not a fan. And maybe it's because my hair is so dark that it's sometimes so much like to get the dry shampoo to go in. Um, But I'm really fortunate. Like I shower all the time, but and I well, I like my baths at night, but um, I my hair doesn't get super greasy really fast. Um, I would like to clarify, I do shower. I just don't always wash my hair. Because it's like 45 minutes to dry this beast. Oh, yeah. No, I get it. And I wasn't trying to call. But I feel like you were trying to imply that I don't shower. I'm not really sure about that. No, no. I was just implying to the world that I do shower. Um, (laughs) I don't wash my hair very often. Because, like, if I wash it too much. And you don't have to use dry shampoo. And I don't use dry shampoo. Yeah. Well, anyways, I also think that if you switch brands, you might be better. And so the key is you blast it and then your dog sniffles and then um, you tip your head and you shake it all the powder out. Oh, yeah. No, I've not been told that. That was not how I learned. So, well, that's how I embrace it. And then your hair like does better things because it's like more like not a good example, but um you know like sometimes I like I put dry shampoo in Kenzie's hair if her hair is too clean for cheer hair I will spray dry shampoo and it like helps it to like get dirty that's a good idea we Peyton just doesn't um she just doesn't wash her hair for cheer hair like if we like gel it up and like stick it with glue like the spiked glue um, like, so they have to have really, really smooth, slick back, um, high ponies for this season. So we just don't wash it on day, like between day one and day two, if it's a two day comp, because otherwise it's too clean, um, for day two and nothing will stay. And like, 
we have a little hack that we do. And I don't know if you guys have to do this because again, depends on your hair style, but I use clear mascara, like eyelash mascara, and I use it as my whiskey brush. So anytime, like, do you know that they actually sell one that's for hair? Well, I've heard of it, but before that was a thing, I was doing this since I was a teenager and I use like to get my little wisp back. Cause when I was a gymnast, like I wanted to have my hair slicked back. Have you seen that wax stick that all the influencers use to get a slicked pony? No. So I bought it (laughs) because I am an Amazon associate and I was like, if they're buying it, I think I should buy it. So I bought it. We currently are here this year is Dutch braids yep um and like I can't do it so I have to like line up to have someone else do it but they like put this stuff in the hair first oh it's so good it's so good um so I let's on the podcast let's link those things below because I'm curious about what hair slicky thing you use and I'll share the the waxy stick um that we use and you know maybe we can both get each other's and try them out yeah absolutely I think it's a great idea. It was funny because I was thinking of it when I came downstairs after thinking about how grateful I am about the dry shampoo. I thought of, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to tell her that I'm grateful for this too. I am so grateful for it that I forget what it was. (laughs) It must be amazing. (laughs) Right? I feel like it was something that was like on my dining room table or something. And I was like, oh yeah, I should tell her about that. Well, I'm grateful for my birthday cake coffee. So we're not doing banana split today. We're doing birthday cake. Birthday cake. I feel like I could do cake and coffee like that. You know, is it gluten free? Um, it is sugar free. Is it gluten free? I haven't checked any of the drinks to see if they are. I just assume most drinks were gluten free. Um, like you actually even have to like check at Starbucks because a lot of the syrups have gluten in them. Really? I had no idea. So well, in that case, then yesterday I had the sugar-free uh, caramel macchiato, like the skinny, because I had an appointment with a client there because I know we're going to be talking real estate stuff. So one yes. of the perks is meeting up for coffee to discuss your property needs or goals. Um, and so I treated my client to a coffee and I was like, well, if I'm treating them to a coffee, I need to treat myself to a coffee. So I did. And I haven't had one in seven, six, seven weeks. It was amazing. And I'm not a coffee snob like you. So the thing is, is that like the drinks are so many calories that we like don't even realize. So I have been known to splurge on a caramel frappuccino, crunchy, whatever thing. Like it's a whole freaking dessert. It is. So it's like once or twice a year, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And so I feel like that's okay as a treat once in a while. But my mom was here in the weekend and she is a uh, type two diabetic and we have syrups, like we have a coffee station and we have syrups. And she was like pointing out to Greg, you know, if you use this many pumps of the syrup, you know, it's this much sugar and da, 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 da. Now in our defense, Greg drinks an iced coffee with flavoring in it on the weekends. So it's not an everyday thing. Again, it's a treat. And so, you know, he's not pounding his coffee with sugar. We both drink our coffees black. I'm trying to show, but you can't see because there's too much gone. Um, This is my cup that I got from the Jilly Box. And it is my favorite cup. I love it. It's just very plain. It is. It just has a good, like, 
cup feel to it. It's very soft. So my dogs won't in. So um, why don't you start by telling us? So for those of you who don't know, Amy owns a candy store and a real estate. Um, she's a real estate agent and I'm a coach. So we kind of blend our stuff together and talk about them. And today we're talking about real estate and you get started. Okay. So um, I guess part of this for people who don't know much about real estate is that as a realtor or a salesperson in the real estate field, um, I work with both buyers and sellers. And some people may choose to work with one or the other. I choose both. I also work with investors and do um, income properties and res uh, commercial properties. So I do a little bit of everything um, and as well as deal with land deals. So there's lots of ins and outs with all of that. Everything's um, anywhere from like a tiny bit difference to like completely different worlds. Um, but otherwise, um, uh, yeah, like this year has been successful for me so far, knock on wood, and I'm sitting at a real wood table. Um, so is that good. common? Like, is it common that real estate agents do everything or is it a lot of times like people just do one or the other kind of thing? Like they just are a seller or they just work with buyers. So I think it's more common for sellers and buyers together, but it's usually residential or commercial or people might specialize in investment properties. Um, I live in a smaller town in Nova Scotia, so I do a little bit of everything because we don't have specific, I mean, I'm going to say this and somebody's going to watch this and tell me they're a commercial realtor here, but um, we have more so specialty realtors in Halifax than we would here in where I live. So um, yeah, so we do a little bit of everything here. So one of the things that I've been working on this year, I always work on a goal to close more deals, um, which be more ends and transactions. And so this year I was working on a deal on Christmas Eve, working on a deal on New Year's Eve, and uh, we've already been putting together some properties um, this year. So it's it's already been busy. The market is kind of, I don't want to say it's hot yet because it's not hot, but it is getting very busy because interest rates are starting to go down. So it's going to make for a busy spring. And I'm told like last year we had a busy summer. We didn't get our little slowdown that we normally get. Um, so it kind of stayed busy and slowed down in the fall, um, which is very different. Normally it's slow in the summer and busy in the fall. So it's going to be a busy year. So I will have lots of balancing acts to do this year for stress and health and wellness myself, um, along with like everyday family stuff and uh, cheerleading, of course, we got to get that in there. And I think that what's what's really interesting about your job and I think can relate to so many people is, you know, if if you're not a real estate agent, um, the, the lessons that can come in here is that real estate agents are really at the mercy of what's going on in the market. They're at the mercy of their clients um, showing times, right? Like you're you're just fitting in and fitting in and fitting in. And so, you know, as women, we often talk about how we, you know, put ourselves last and as as in a demanding job like that, there's lots of other jobs that are also demanding that we're, you know, confined to, you know, the schedule of other people. Um, and so how do you manage that and take care of yourself? What have been your strategies? Well, we've learned that I'm terrible at taking care of myself <laughs> and I'm getting better. So part yeah. of the reason you and I met is because I was terrible at taking care of myself. Um, more or less, and I needed to get myself on a new path. 
I feel like most of us are right. Like we put our kids first, we put our jobs first, we put all the things first. And that's where like, there's some great lessons in this for others about, you know, what, you know, you said that you're getting better. And the beauty in that is that we're all a work in progress. You know, we can take a step forward every day. And, oh, there was this beautiful, like reel the other day of this guy walking up the steps. I'll see if I can share it. But there's like this guy walking up the steps and he falls and he lands on a trampoline and he comes back up and he comes up another steps and he falls and he gets back up. And like, that's life, people like that's life. So tell us some of your strategies for success. Yeah. So one of the things I try and do is use my calendar and I set everything in my calendar. One, because I've learned that as we get older, our memories are not what they used to be either. Unfortunately, no matter how much omega-3 you take or whatever you do, it doesn't help. Um, completely. You need to actually be organized and planned. So we do use a calendar often. Um, I try to fit some breaks in for myself and schedule time around lunch because I've been told by a certain person, maybe Allison, um, that I should be uh, scheduling in lunch breaks. So I do try and do that and be more aware of it if I haven't been able to, because some days as a realtor and along with another business owner and a mom and everything else to everyone else in the world, um, like I just... I try and fit in as many people as I can. And this year I'm trying to take a bit of a new approach. Not that I'm going to not try and fit in as many people as I can, but I'm going to try and fit people in as, I guess, I don't want to say as as many as I can or as best as I can, but I'm going to try and fit them into the schedule I want. So I still have to work at the mercy of other people and their schedules. But if it's a time that I know I need for my kids or a time that I know I need for myself, I'm going to already be booked at that time. Um, whether I actually have other appointments or not. And I'm guessing I'm spilling secrets here. Um, you said you want me to spill the beans. So basically, um, that's one of the things that a lot of um, agents have been trying to do, I think, sometimes is just to get a little bit of personal time back. Because since COVID, it's been crazy. We don't really have all the time that we used to have because the market is so busy. So it's not necessarily that we're better at our jobs or anything now and just more people. Like, yes, there is more people in general coming to Nova Scotia, but like the market is just crazy because the housing movement has started happening and people want real estate so that they have something before prices get too high, before interest rates go back up again. So every time they start dropping, more people will start buying houses. People are working on their own selves, their own credit. And so people don't want to rent anymore. They want to pay themselves. So it's just in general, life is getting busier for people who work in this industry, along with many others, I'm sure. So true. So true. So I do apologize because my dogs are having a full fledged wrestling match in the background and I clicked my fingers trying to get them to stop and they've got a, see, like, can you hear that? Like, no, just, yeah, I can't hear on my end. So maybe the mic oh, so maybe it's not recording the background sound, maybe <laughs> my mic is doing its job, but holy man, there's been a lot of barking. And yeah. um, if I snap my fingers, it kind of helps a little bit. Um, so I have another strategy too. Like one of the things that I do is try and do things with a purpose. So I know that we talk often, you and I, um, about, you know, having a coffee with purpose. Like the purpose is, is that you're sitting and drying, relaxing a coffee. Well, I try and design my schedule with a purpose also. So if I know I'm going to be in a certain area one day, like I try and design my schedule around that as best as I can, of course, being people like they may want to see houses in four different areas, but I try and do things as, with as much intention as I can. So same thing as 
if I was going to eat with intention and wanting to have clean eating habits, um, I intentionally can put the things on my plate that I want to put on. And it doesn't have to be things that I maybe shouldn't be having or don't need to indulge in at that time. So very similarly in business, like we intentionally have to create our schedule or do the things that need to get done first, just like prioritizing. I love that word intentional. And I love the fact that that is now a word that's like common in your vocabulary, because I would say years ago, it probably wasn't right. You were kind of more, you know, like, like a lot of people and kind of just flying by the seat of your pants, if you will. Um, And so doing things intentionally and with purpose is such a beautiful thing. And, you know, stacking those things together, you know, like if you're at one end of town, you know, if you have the opportunity to stop and grab any of those errands while you're already over there, you know, saving time, um, you know, we, anytime we can do those kind of things, we can gain back time somewhere else. Um, Speaking of that, as a very, very busy woman, you do real estate, you have a candy shop, you have two kids, you have sports, lots going on. How do you find quiet moments for yourself? Because we, um, and I'm kind of oversharing of, of some of our coaching together, but we discovered that that was something that, you know, you needed to purposely plan um, because it was something you weren't doing at points in your life when things got really busy. So how right. are you mastering that now? Um, sending my kids to bed earlier. No, <laughs> not, <laughs> not really. I mean, that's almost impossible with a 14 year old because she thinks she can stay up late. Um, but my kids actually, as they get older, they want more time to themselves anyway. So like they have their things that they do, like they watch movies in their room or whatever in their little spoil because they have their TVs in their room. But it's also intentional because if they're going to come down and watch TV in the living room and I'm not watching the same thing anyway, I'm displaced. So we do spend lots of time together, but we also have our time apart. Like maybe I'm watching my own TV show. Maybe um, like, for example, right now I'm in my dining room. I mean, kids are at school finally after a wicked snowstorm here. Um, So I have some quiet time during the day to myself often when they're out. Um, Dogs are home from daycare, but they're kind of chilling and doing their own thing. So I just kind of take advantage of the times that I know the house is quiet. Like if there's something I need to do, for myself, I make sure I do it before the kids come home from school. If there's something I need to do later in the evening, if there's sports and things, and we're usually busy, like, and sometimes we don't get home till like 9 30, 10 o'clock at night, I usually carve out that hour, get everybody, make sure they're, if they're not already in bed, they're in bed, and then have just a little downtime to myself. And even if that means getting, for me again, um, in the winter, I really like to have like a hot bath. So if that means I'm taking a 10 minute bath before I go to bed um, and not falling asleep in the bath. Um, then that's where I'm finding my time, but I'm trying. Um, sometimes I just, so another realtor secret, sometimes I just sit in my car in my driveway <laughs> and find time to myself, even if it's just doing emails or phone calls or something, just like, it's kind of my own bubble. It's my own little mobile office, which they'll, everyone will tell you that's so true when you're in real estate, if you're busy, um, your car is your office, but I like find time to myself. Um, sometimes just there if I know I'm coming into a busy house. Nice. Nice. And, um, and I love that, like, I can even hear in your voice that like those things are intentional. Like you intentionally stay in your car because you know, the house is busy. It's taking that minute before you enter inside. Um, and you're a big podcast listener too, right? Is that, yeah. do you use that as some you time as well? 
Yeah. So that's more so when I'm traveling. Um, I do like to, so sometimes if I haven't finished a podcast, though, when I pull up home, I will sit and finish it depending on what it is, how invested I am in it. Um, but other times like it's, that's kind of my time. If I know I'm driving to a property that I have time to fit in a podcast, I will do that and put it on. Or if I'm going somewhere with a a decent drive and a short visit and coming back, like I'll start one and finish it on the way home. Um, very few times do I interrupt a podcast to get out of my car and come in the house and pick it up again. Um, I, I do enjoy listening to them fully, but the nice thing with the podcast is you pause it and you start it again because you download them, you follow the, the podcaster and, and you pick it up again. Love that. Love that. Um, so any like... I I love that like real estate and coaching, like people would say, like, I don't understand the connection, but like, I feel like as a real estate agent, you're like coaching and guiding your clients. You're helping them figure out what they want. You're helping them, you know, you know, there's so much coaching component in that. So um, as we kind of, you know, near the end of our episode today, um, is there kind of any final thoughts about how you'd like to kind of bring that all together? Well, I feel like, in your coaching, it's obviously your coaching. That is that is what you do. Like you coach people for a living. Um, but I feel like everyone can do some coaching. Like we coach our kids. We sometimes coach our spouses. Um, we coach friends and family members like when people have problems. So it's really no different. Um, like you said, in real estate, I coach my clients on how to proceed to the next stage of buying a house or to selling um, I mean, coaching is really just helping people and giving advice um, in general. So, you know, we're all probably a little bit of a coach in our lives. And and if not, and that's not your position, then that's fine. Um, some people would rather be coached and being coached is nice also. I mean, I definitely enjoy the guidance from you and um, from other people in my life. It's, it's great. But um, I think it's nice when someone has advice, as long as it's it's safe and sound advice that that you listen to it and decide how you want to proceed. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing today. I, um, I was meeting with my own coach yesterday and we were doing um, currently in one of the coaching courses I'm taking, we're diving a little bit deeper into your inner child. And it's so interesting to me whenever I do work with the inner child. Um, so then we're getting into some really deep level coaching. Um, I always like, stand back in my own family and blunder, what am I doing to these children that is going to need to be coached later? Yes. <laughs> um, and so it's so interesting because I think that the philosophy needs to be, you know, there's no perfect parent. Um, but, you know, if every generation we can get a little bit better right? You know, because we're only as good as what we know. And so I like to believe that we all do the best. We all have the best of intentions. Um, And so if our inner child is slightly wounded, I don't think it's necessarily the intention of our parents that they wounded us. Um, But where we go from there, and if we can, you know, change things up and, uh, you know, maybe I'll wound my kids in a different way. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how I feel about that, but I love it. (laughs) Um, Uh, It comes back to that desire that I was always a perfectionist. So I would love to be a perfect parent, but I can assure you that never happens. I don't think it exists. No, but you can do things with intention, right? If you intentionally tell your kids to go to their room, that's fine too. (laughs) 
Yes. But it's almost like that balance between like strictness and nurture, right? It's that, you know, if you're too strict, what like, are we lacking nurture? And if we're too nurturing, you know, do we, does the child lack independence? So it is definitely a balancing act. And sometimes I wish my husband would catch the, the good cop, bad cop cue a little bit faster. Not sure if anybody else runs into that. Um, if you aren't following us on social media, please follow us on Instagram at sweet underscore insights underscore and chime in. Let us know what your thoughts are. Let us know if there's things you want us to talk about on an episode. Let us know you're enjoying these episodes, whether you watch them on the Fem Network or you're catching them on one of the podcast um, platforms. We are now everywhere. Yay. Thanks for joining us today. It's been super fun and we look forward to next week's episode. Sounds good. Bye everyone. Bye.